What up, guys? Welcome back to the Deskbound Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, David London, and it is great to have you here. This show is all about empowering deskbound professionals how to live their healthiest life and move pain-free. If you work a desk job and want to move pain-free, look and feel better, and improve your posture, reach out to me personally on Facebook or Instagram and send me a private message so we can get the conversation started to see if you could be a good fit for one of my coaching programs. All the links to my social platforms can be found in the show notes below so you can connect with me there. Now let's dive right into this episode. To keep the body in good health is a duty, otherwise we shall not be able to keep our mind strong and clear. I'm Buddha. I love that. Welcome to episode 22 of the Deskbound Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, David London, and today I'm talking with my friend Nicole, aka The Restorative Yogi, on how to welcome more movement into your workday and to have longevity in your body. Really great stuff. Really excited for this episode. So, why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and so we have some context for the episode here. Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on, David. Um, yeah, so I'm a personal trainer. I've been personal training for eight years now. Um, also yoga teacher. I started that about five years ago and I've just really just lived an active lifestyle and it kind of just stuck and turned into... I want to do this for a living. I want to help people feel good um, and just share my knowledge with people so they can feel good and live long, healthy, happy lives. Yeah, it's super cool that you're also doing restorative yoga because that's what got me to deskbound therapy today. That's kind of what I started with when I was working a desk job. I tried to integrate similar principles for myself when I was working at the desk as well as for my colleagues and eventually turned into to what it is today so it's pretty cool yeah it's it's uh it's good stuff and it's really necessary um given the the world we live in now you know a lot of us can't avoid being at a desk for much of the day so we really need to counter all the time we're spending in front of a computer yeah, even for like for us like I'm sitting right now like even when I'm doing my my client work we tend to sit a lot but I find like there's a good balance to the point where if you spend enough time working on your body then you're able to, you know, be comfortable and sustain those positions. Whereas if you just sit all day, then you kind of get a little bit more achy when you're just not prepared for the movement. Absolutely. You get achy, like fidgety, like you just can't get comfortable when you do need to be in that seated position for any length of time. So what kind of stuff do you do to kind of get the hips moving? Like, would you suggest to people that they, you know, do a little bit of a morning routine to get moving and to feel good so they have good posture? Or would you suggest like a, like a workout routine to kind of prep them? Um, absolutely. I mean, definitely, especially if you're going to be at a desk all the time, I do recommend moving before your workday starts. So it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm committing to this full one hour intense workout or anything like that. It's just, you know, more so bringing movement in during the day. Um, If you want to start your morning with some, you know, gentle sun salutations or um, just, you know, taking a walk and getting some high knees in there and just opening up the hips and getting oxygen moving through your body. Um, 
anything that just gets the whole body moving, your mind active, um, is, is very, I think, useful and beneficial if you are going to be at a desk all day. And you bring up a really great point about being, bringing your mind active because a lot of people just think they're very go, go, go. And they don't really think about their body once they're, they get to work. They just think of, you know, cramming and getting down, doing that head down work. But they don't really think about the mindset around that, which is, I find, super fascinating. The mindset yeah, absolutely. Um, just the whole, like you're saying, crouching down, like you're getting small throughout the day and you don't realize like that it goes beyond like, Oh, now my neck is aching or my shoulders are tight. It, it affects everything. You know, your, your energy levels are going to not be so great and you are going to feel a little cloudy. Maybe you're not being as productive as you could be, you know, and just by adding that little extra movement, sitting a little taller, um, could, really help with how you're feeling at the end of your work day and during your work day. Because yeah, one thing I noticed is I would kind of go all out, like I would still stand and I would still sit when I was working at a desk job, but I just couldn't keep up that same intensity at the gym. Like I noticed myself, my shoulders were achy. I had a lot of elbow pain because I was typing so much and it really set me back. I, I eventually, you know, just kind of got frustrated. I was like, why can't my body do both? But really, I guess it can. <laughs> it absolutely definitely it absolutely can and it sh it wants to you know um it's a lot of it is about us giving our bodies the the best opportunity and, and the chance to function the way it's meant to and the way it wants to you know our bodies are super intuitive and smart they want to feel good so it it's on us to give it the best chance yeah, and I feel like a lot of the times, too, people see it as like a burden that they have to stretch before they sit or move while they sit or spend this time preparing the body, I guess, restoring as is the sense you, you would put it. But, but they don't really see it how I know we talked earlier, you're saying how people, you know, have the mindset that they have to exercise their body versus actively choosing and wanting to, which I feel like is a big mindset shift for people. 100%. Um, when, when I'm working with someone like that is my greatest measure of success with a client, um, beyond any body measurement or number on the scale. If the moment that I have a client say, you know, I want to do this, um, I don't have to do this. That to me is the biggest success because now that is something that's going to be sustainable, and they're going to carry with that with them throughout life. And, you know, the, the aesthetics of, you know, being active and taking care of yourself, that will come. Um, but it's on, it's a very mental. It really is very mental um, to get to that place where you appreciate what your body's designed to do and you want to give that to yourself. Yeah. Once that resistance is gone, it becomes a lot easier and you become more self-motivated. Like I know for me, like, People always be like, when I was stretching my desk, they'd always be like, you know, why do you do that? And that looks weird. And then even when I started working out, like, I always just had that internal desire. And then I think once that switch flips and you start to, it just becomes easier. You feel less resistance and you feel like you can achieve your goals so much faster. For sure. And, um, you know, it, it, not to say it isn't work in the beginning, if it's not something you're not used to doing, but 
given, like if you give yourself a, a time frame to get used to it and get into the habit, like you're gonna see that you're feeling better and you're gonna want to do it. You just, again, you have to give your body that chance. So what are some strategies you use? You, you mentioned giving them time. So say someone was starting, you know, they wanted to, they decided that they were tired of having back pain at their desk and they were ready to improve their posture. Would you, you know, suggest they start with one or two little small steps, little actionable things versus, you know, doing like a, a ton right away? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, um, I always recommend if, you know, I have someone really complaining about their back pain, you know, set an alarm on your phone. And if that alarm goes off, like, let's say set it to go off every hour and you haven't moved in that hour, just stand up from your desk, put your hands up on your desk and stretch back into like a modified downward dog, you know, simple things like that. And then stand up really tall, just it doesn't have to be these extreme intricate exercises. It's just functional movement and um, just getting your body, you know, used to moving. Like a lot of times when we're in pain, we don't want to move, but really the non-movement is what's causing the pain. Oh yeah, absolutely. You lose mobility and then you're losing nutrients to that area of, of the muscle. It's really important. Like there's a certain amount of pain you can, kind of work around but a lot of times I find people who are slouched over they kind of interpret discomfort more as pain where it's really just you just got to get moving and one thing that's super cool is just like you mentioned you don't need to you know it's not what is the right thing or the best thing to get moving and to stand more straight but it's just the act of you know taking that time to just choose something and get moving even if it's super simple it's going to have an effect more than just sitting there yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think a lot of times, you know, again, like you were saying, a lot of us are so go, go, go. And, you know, with with life, our, our day-to-day responsibilities, it's kind of hard to break that cycle. But mm-hmm. it is, you know, we overthink things and we think we have to be doing so much more when really it's, it's simple and um, just getting back to the basics. So what would be the basics for someone who, who isn't super clear? I know you talk a lot about the importance of, you know, building core strength and building the foundation. So what would that look like for someone? Um, so exactly like your core is your foundation. Um, the whole, you have to walk before you can run philosophy really comes into play here. So basic, you know, lay down on the floor and do some abdominal marching, you know, um, basic bridging, holding a plank, going out for a walk, um, walk, taking the stairs on your lunch break, um, just all kinds of little things that you can just think about putting, if you're at your desk, for example, you know, you want to, things that you use throughout your day, all day, maybe put them across your office. So you have to get up from your desk to grab it, your stapler or, you know, your copier, whatever it is, just don't have everything right in your immediate, like arms length. Yeah, that's a good tip too, especially because it gets you moving around. And one thing I like too, as well, is to just like keep drinking water, because that's going to get people up and moving. 
Yep, exactly. You're, you're eventually going to have to go to the bathroom if, and you use that as a cue. nothing else, drink water. The water's key. <laughs> but the stairs are a great idea too because I feel like a lot of times we just get so – it's so easy for us to sit. Like you go to a, a an appointment, for example, and they're like, oh, please take a seat. And it's okay, I want to stand. Or, you know, you go to see a movie or bars. Oh, let's sit down. Whereas it's, there's not a lot of culturally standing activities aside from, you know, just going to the gym, going for a walk. But it just – I feel like it has to get to the point where you got to start like actively seeking out things you can do more actively to make it more of a, a well-rounded lifestyle. And then like you were saying, when you, sometimes when you do, you are that person that's moving like at your desk, people are like, what are you doing? <laughs> but it's like, you just get used to being okay. Yeah. People are looking at me. I'm, I'm that person in the airport stretching before I got on a flight, you know? Um, but you just get used to the looks and you're like, hopefully I'll inspire people to do it with me. <laughs> What are some of the weirdest places you've stretched so far? Um, always on an airplane. I always stretch when I'm on the plane. <laughs> like while you're sitting in the chair or? While I'm sitting in the chair. I mean, I don't get up and, you know, get in people's way, but I'm definitely, you know, going into some forward folds and some seated pigeon pose. Um, stretching good. my arms up overhead. Um, so always on an airplane before I get on a flight. Um, I I really stretch everywhere. <laughs> It's super important because a lot like I, I was really into that stretch anywhere mentality. It's something I was really into for like I'm still all about. Like I used to stretch on the subway. Um, I used to stretch on the bus everywhere. Like the buses used to have hanging things like pull-up bars, and I would just hang there for like five minutes while the bus was going. Yeah. I mean, once once you realize, like once you start doing it, you're like, how can I not do it? Yeah. And one thing I really like is a wall. Like you have a wall right there behind you. They're just doing a nice back bend shoulder opener. So easy to do at a desk or an office space. There's walls everywhere. Yeah. Even with the back of your chair, you could do a little bit of a forward fold. And oh, once you start, I feel like getting into being creative, it becomes easier for you to take these breaks because you see less barriers. And you're like, oh, wow, I can really use anything to stretch. Like I yeah. can lower my standing desk right now and put my leg up and stretch. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the, the world is your your yoga mat. <laughs> so just to recap, you don't really need a go-to, which is cool. So, you know, I always recommend finding, you know, if your back hurts, maybe when you do stand up, focus on one thing for the back or maybe, you know, one thing for the neck and say so you do stretch in the morning. Like, for example, like if I wake up and I'm, I have some body awareness and my neck is sore, then maybe I'll, I'll prioritize that for the day. But the routine can change and I find that's what keeps things interesting and makes you inclined to move more. Absolutely. And, you know, becoming aware of those aches and pains, you know, aches and pains are a symptom of your body telling you, okay, something's out of alignment. You know, we, they're, they're there for a reason and we shouldn't ignore them. So, you know, getting to know, you know, if you're seated and you're, and you're leaning into one side of your body or the other, and then that side starts to tighten up and ache you, you know, it's, it's time to pay attention to that ache and give, you know, sit up tall, um, pull your core and belly button to the spine, take a nice deep breath, maybe, you know, go into some side neck stretches and, you know, just be mindful of that kink and, and do your best to avoid coming back into that bad posture. So what are some subtle cues people could use for their posture? Like, is it more than, you know, I tell people it's more than just sitting up, right? I find like, you have to kind of set yourself in that prop position before you lean forward. Are there any like tips you found effective for people when they're sitting to have more awareness of, you know, what slouching feels like versus what neutral feels like? 
Yeah, um, I really like to tell people to sit up away from the back of their chair. You know, so come come up on on the front of your chair a little more so you're not just coming, you know, slouching back onto the chair back. Um, and then from there, I like to work from the head down. So, you know, make sure you're looking straight ahead. You're not looking down or up or, you know, jutting your head forward. That's a really big issue that people have. Um, and, you know, find a, a string, an imaginary string pulling at the crown of your head. So you're lengthening from the top of your spine. You're not just lifting your, your chest and then pulling your back, you know, into further extension. You're actually lifting and decompressing the whole spine. And then from there, you know, you can roll the shoulders back, you know, gently pinch the shoulder blades together, hold the belly button to the spine and, you know, maybe even rock back and forth on your sit bones. And Yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah. Find that neutral position. You bring up a great point, though. Chairs aren't designed for proper posture. I find that's a lot of the problem. Like, for example, right now I'm on like a like a standing desk kneeling stool and there's a back support. But I always make sure I sit towards the edge because I find like a lot of the chairs are like C-curved. Like you're forced to slouch. And I find that's a good first step is, you know, what does your environment look like? What do you have available? Like you should have once, you know, you're pulling that string up and your shoulders are back and your head's aligned, you've got the monorail set up. And then you should have that strength in your back to, you know, maintain upright, at least for a short or a long period of time without having to, you know, lean back. Eventually you'll get fatigued, but it's good to, you know, have that, that fundamental foundation of strength. Otherwise, like, if you just lean back all day long, you're just going to get weak and we don't want that, right? Yeah, we get weak and then eventually, you know, it's not a problem till it's a problem. And, you know, your body starts to let you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not enjoying this anymore. Yeah, and I find you start to notice that more, at least for me, the more aware I can't, like the more body awareness I developed, the more I was able to notice these things kind of beforehand. Like before it would be like when I first started with this stuff, it'd be like, oh, my shoulder hurts. Like now there's nothing I can do versus before it was like, oh, I should probably, you know, just even if I'm sitting here, just kind of open up a little bit and just do what I can. Exactly. And that, that's one of the benefits that comes with awareness is like, once you know, you know, it's like you, you hit a good point there about, you know, a lot of us accept, oh, well, this hurts and it is what it is type of thing, but it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, it's really not hard to take some steps. Like people sometimes, like we said before, they're afraid to to move more. And I think, you know, the more education, the more stuff we put out there, we can really inform people that there's always steps you can take to to live better and to live pain-free. And that comes to, you know, just like the, the restorative yoga and just restoring the body. Like there's always a way to, you know, give back the body because we take and take so much. Yes, yes. We are very hard on our, on our bodies and... Um, it's really important. Like we tend to prioritize what needs to be done during the day for work and our families, our friends, and unfortunately our health always, not always, but it tends to get kind of pushed. So what would your, so just to give the the listeners an idea, what, what is your kind of daily routine? Like, like when are you, what kind of movements are you doing when are you moving throughout the day? Can you hear me? No, I can. You went out. I was just texting you. 
Okay, cool. So just to give the listeners an idea, what is your kind of daily movement routine like? Like, are you doing something in the morning, in the afternoon, just to give them an idea of what, you know, a more active workday could look like? Yeah, so, um, well, I am fortunate enough to not be at a desk all day. Um, I am moving all day because, you know, I'm working, I'm personal training and I'm teaching yoga with my clients all day. But typically I wake up in the morning, um, I find my yoga mat or sometimes even before I even get out of bed, I do a little knee to chest stretch, um, rock the legs out side to side, get up out of bed, big overhead stretch, you know, just get the body nice and long. Um, and I go from there. Yeah, I find like, especially like, not necessarily yoga and posture, but I find in terms of like, the mindset and your well being starting the day that first, you know, 30 minutes, has such a huge effect on the rest of the day and how it goes. I find like, when I take that time to meditate and to, to start my day slow, and to, you know, move around, then I'm, I find I'm more inclined to, you know, take those breaks throughout the day, because that's kind of the tone I started the day. So I really try to, you know, educate people on, you know, even if it's just one thing, like I wake up, I stretch, I put my arms overhead and, you know, that's my cue. And it's about, you know, finding what your cue is. Like Nicole said, you know, bring your knees to your chest or it could even be, you know, do a forward fold in bed or just as soon as you sit on the edge of bed, like I do, I just stretch my neck side to side. And it can be as simple as that. And then you're, you're inviting and welcoming more movement as opposed to, you know, not really wanting it and then taking it when it's not there. Yeah. And, and I think it, um, it is so important. I completely agree with you with taking, you know, if you have to set your alarm a little bit earlier, just to give yourself that time in the morning to yourself before you go out into the world, it makes the biggest difference in your day. What are some strategies you would suggest for, you know, deskbound professionals, not just the, the stretching, but, you know, stress management while they're at work, how some yoga tips they can use to kind of get rid of that stress and to feel better? Breathe. <laughs> um, number, number one right there. Number one, breathe. Um, that always comes first. Um, but, but seriously, you know, taking time to stop and take the deepest breath you can. Get a nice full belly breath. And then maybe hold it for a second and let it just seep out real slow. Um, that is super, super important to get. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Take a second, head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and a comment. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know what you want to see next. Let me know who you want me to interview. We really appreciate your feedback. It's going to help us grow the Deskbound Therapy podcast and promote the Deskbound Therapy lifestyle. Yeah, so, you know, taking the deepest breath that you can and doing that as often as you need to throughout the day. Um also, when you're on your lunch break, take that time to actually be on a break. You know, if you can, silence your phone, eat slowly, maybe do a five-minute meditation, take the stairs up and down from your office. Um, just because you're at work doesn't mean that you have to, like, neglect yourself. You can, you'll find you'll be more productive if you are giving to yourself throughout the day. Yeah, and it's so important to actually take that break because then you're you're respecting your body and your mind and you're really giving it what it needs. Whereas you, you really, you're very heightened at work and if you have that stress and you don't find any strategies to not cope with it, but you know, to get your body to adapt to the stress and you're just going to take it home with you and then you're going to inflict it on your family and your loved ones. And you don't really want to do that. You want to just 
even if it's two minutes to meditate or five minutes, just, you know, find some space for yourself and in your mind. And you'll even feel better when you do get to, to the gym after work. At least for me, I found like I was more energized when I take those breaks. Yes, for sure. And, um, you know, it, again, it goes back to just staying active and, and giving your body the chance to, to feel the way it's supposed to feel, you know, like, like you were saying, you can get out of work and go to the gym, but for a lot of people, they're so exhausted at the end of the the day, you know, you sit at your desk all day and then you get in your car, you sit in traffic and then you're exhausted. You get home and you sit on the couch because you're so tired and you wake up and repeat the whole thing all week. So you're feeling depleted. You're, you're not feeling good physically or mentally. Yeah, guys, when Nicole's saying is Friday doesn't need to feel like Friday. It can feel like Monday. It can feel great. You just need to put that 10 to 15 minutes into your body every day. Like for me, for example, like I don't, you know, I move, you know, a lot throughout the day. I have my little workout bars here. I do a few sets of abs every hour, whatever. Just try to, you know, keep moving, but also just those days where I, I can feel it on those days where I haven't stretched. Like some days I'll forget and that's okay. But, you know, just trying to be aware and develop those habits I find is key. Yes. Um, it's all about the habit building, bringing a yoga mat to work and keep it someplace that's visible. Just seeing it will remind you to get up and move. And even if you want to lay down and roll around on the floor for a couple minutes, um, that that's also very helpful. Finding the floor while you're working, you know, sitting down on the floor is grounding and it's, it's known to boost your mood and, and your energy levels as well. Yeah, that's super key. I find having the props around is so helpful because like for me, for here, I have a, a foam roller, a mat and a band like right in, with an eyes width. And it, it's actually what I like to call a good distraction. You know, you see it and you're like, oh, sweet versus, you know, just having clutter all over your desk kind of clutters the mind. So just that's a really big one. If you're like at your desk right now and you're listening to this and you have nothing there, even just printing a poster of some yoga exercises off Google Images can do the trick. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm sitting on my yoga mat and yoga block right now as we're speaking, and um, it's it's really um, you just once you get in the habit of moving more and doing these things, it it becomes nature to you. You just have to give it the chance. All right, awesome. So before we go into the rapid fire question segments, yeah. do you have any uh, kind of key takeaway tips for people today? A quick recap, three kind of things they can do to get started. So definitely um, start your morning with extra time for yourself. Um, give yourself, even if it's five minutes to stretch, take a walk, do something that makes you feel good and positive. Um, and that's different for everyone. Um, I also recommend bringing a prop to work and keeping it there all the time. And thirdly, um, get up from your desk as much as possible. It's really so. that simple. If you can't do any of them, just do the last one. Yes. Just, and you'll, get, you'll get results from there. Just stick with stand something. Stand up. Like David said, drink a ton of water. <laughs> so you're walking back and forth to the bathroom all day. That That's, um, it really is simplicity. 
And I also think a bit comes to attitude, having the attitude that, you know, I'm allowed to move more. I feel good. You know, I earned this movement. You know, people don't think they're just like we said before, they're in pain. They can't move. But just having, I think, a strong attitude and mindset can take people places when it comes to, you know, longevity in their body and health. Yeah. Um, you're, you're like your body is like I said earlier, so smart and so intuitive. It wants to feel good. And, you know, it, wellness and fitness, it, it should be centered around, you know, you don't have to feel bad. You can feel good. All right. Awesome. So now we're going to ask you some rapid fire questions. You're just going to okay. answer right off the top of your head. Oh my who, goodness. Okay. Who's your greatest inspiration and why? My greatest inspiration and why? Oh my goodness. Um, I'd have to say my grandmother. Um, she's just, she's been my rock my whole life. And um, she just really taught me to be who I am. So I want to make her proud. <laughs> That's great. What is one food you would rate 10 out of 10? <sighs> 10 out of 10 tacos. <laughs> Good choice, good choice, good choice. Uh, what is one thing you wish more people knew about you? Um, more people knew about me. Hmm. I love hiking. I'm like super, super adventurous. So I don't like to be in the same place for too long. Very cool. So what is one habit you're working on the most right now? One um, getting better with social media. <laughs> I, I tend to disappear for like months at a time. So, <laughs> well, you're doing pretty good. You found us, so I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Who is a, a famous person or someone you wish you could, you know, have coffee with and just chat about with, learn about life, etc. Hmm. So super nerdy, but author Michael Pollan. <laughs> I'm obsessed with all of his books, so I would love to sit and have coffee and talk with him, learn more about his uh, nutrition knowledge. Very cool. Very cool. So one more question here. If you had the world's attention for one minute, what would you say? Big question. Big question. This I know. Um, be kind. First of all, let's all get along. Um, and um move, move your body. You know, it feels good and, and it will thank you for it. Movement is medicine. It really is. And a lot of times, like I find like a lot of my clients who are super grateful are the ones who've never moved in their life. And then you teach them a simple exercise and they're just so grateful. And then, you know, there's a compound effect. They show someone else, they show their family and end of the end we're, we're helping so many people. With, yeah. With that really is. That is the best feeling is when you can help someone feel better. Yeah, because it's not a lot of fitness is just how you look, but really, you know, you got to restore the body. It's the inside out, not, you know, the outside. And you could look great, but you could be unhealthy. So 100%. It, it really is building from inside. And like I said, the, the, the looks will, will come. If you're, if you're taking care of yourself, you know, in, in time, the, you know, whatever your physical goal is, how you want to look, that will come if you stay committed to yourself. Consistency, right? Yep. All right. This has been a great call so far. Great podcast episode. So for those interested in learning more about you, can you just let them know where they can find you on social media? Absolutely. I, I'm the restorative yogi on Instagram and my website is www.therestorativeyogi.com. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll have to have you again soon at season two. 
Yes, absolutely. Thank you, David.